Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the latest in the series The Life of a Song, and I'm Mike Hobart. This week, Cherokee. The last thing the Brighton-born band leader, Ray Noble, had in mind when he wrote Cherokee in 1938 was to provide a catalyst for modern jazz. The tune was subtitled Indian Love Song, opened a five-part Indian suite and came with sentimental lyrics. Noble had moved to the United States in 1934 and by the time he recorded Cherokee was firmly established in New York society. His instrumental recording of the song bounces along nicely enough, but the sweet harmonies and understated rhythms are firmly in the symphonic jazz tradition. Only a year later, both the Count Basie Orchestra and Charlie Barnett and his orchestra stripped the composition down to its essentials and beefed up the riffs and breaks. Barnett's hit cover, featuring the leader's tenor sax, established the song in the hot swing repertoire. Cherokee soon percolated down to the world of New York's after-hours jam sessions. The melody was simple enough, but the song's long chord sequence, fast tempo and key changes in the middle were tricky, making it a statement piece for musicians looking to get noticed. One of them was saxophonist Charlie Parker. He had not always fared so well in jam sessions. As a 16-year-old sitting in with drummer Joe Jones, Parker overreached himself and messed up, prompting Jones to fling a cymbal at the saxophonist's feet, effectively gonging him off the stage, a moment evoked and embellished in the 2014 film Whiplash. By the time Parker first visited New York in 1939, his grasp of music theory matched his facility on sax. Now, using jam sessions as a laboratory he made Cherokee the vehicle for audacious experiments with improvisation. One evening, jamming on the tune, a bored Parker started to probe the dissonant edges of its intricate harmonic structure. One of the foundation stones of modern jazz was in place. Several Parker recordings of Cherokee from the early 1940s exist, including a 1942 radio broadcast from New York's Savoy Ballroom that captures Parker in full up-tempo flight with the Jay McShann Orchestra. But the backings are rooted in swing-era rhythms. Parker's musical concepts are way ahead of them. His innovations, developed specifically while playing over the changes of Cherokee, were immense. 
I realised by using the high notes of the chords as a melody line and the right harmonic progression, I could play what I heard inside me. That's when I was born, Parker said. But the 1942-44 ban on recording, imposed by the American Federation of Musicians, meant that few people outside clubs got to hear or even realise that the new musical form, bebop, had been conceived. Finally, in 1945, Parker made his first recording as a leader for Savoy Records. As he and his band started on Cherokee, he was sharply reminded that the record label had no appetite for paying royalties. The producer pulled the plug as soon as he recognised the melody. Instead, Parker kept the Cherokee arrangement, replaced its melody and renamed it Coco. It was the first time Bebop had been committed to disc, what music writer Gary Giddens called nothing more than one melodic rhythmic concept after another. A decade later, trumpeter Clifford Brown and drummer Max Roach's quintet used Cherokee to expand the bebop vocabulary and to make the first recording of a drum solo based on a tune's melody. In 1965, Cherokee made its mark yet again, ironically during another union ban, this time one imposed by Britain's Musicians' Union on American musicians playing in the UK. With his first gig outside the US, Saxophonist Olmec Coleman and his trio broke the embargo at the Fairfield Halls, Croydon. At one point, a heckler yelled, Now play Cherokee! In an instant, Coleman ghosted the melody, upped the intensity, and spun a series of variations that had the audience cheering. Like Parker, Coleman was proving a point with Noble's Cherokee. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.